Hello and welcome to the final Red River Report hosted by me, Jason Baldick. And joining me today is our editor-in-chief for The Projector, Rachel Furstall. Say hi, Rachel. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you, I think. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so today is obviously going to be less of a structured thing. We're just kind of going to go back and forth and talk about, you know, great moments from The Projector and kind of reminisce a little bit. Sure. So let's start with... Uh, how how was the projector this year as the editor-in-chief honestly i can genuinely say i had a lot of fun with it um working with you guys i i feel like oh this is going to be cliche jason that's fine um i honestly feel like we're a family like we spent a lot of time in that very confined office that has no windows <laughs> um, yeah and yeah like we really got to know each other and i think that only made the stories better um, that only made us work better as a team. Yeah, uh, I think that was the main highlight is just working with you all and getting to know you and hopefully continuing our friendships after grad. Uh, I'm going to do what's called a slow fade. Okay. Um, and that is where I want nothing to do with any of you. <laughs> so I'm, kidding. I'm very excited to just slowly hopefully. remove yourself from yeah. the friend group. No, I'm okay. like, if you all need a videographer, if you all need an audio guy, I'm, I would love to obviously collaborate because you guys are like a family as you said it's you're not wrong yeah i think we got in that you know eight by ten room it's tiny it's like 200 square feet yeah you're in the trenches like sometimes it's you know it's stressful but other times like you are learning so much and it's a beautiful experience and it's something that we can say is unique to the few of us because we've made our own mark on this mm -hmm. i hope you feel the same i think so i think every year of the projector is different every team is different obviously and slowly I think the publication just gets better and better because um, there's only so much one team can do since we're all in school and CRECOM is CRECOM and that it's very very stressful um, so slow incremental change is I think the best we can hope for and I think also at the same time just putting good content out there and putting good journalism out there and I, I'm quite happy with quite a few stories we published this year. I think um, we did a good job of doing stories that hold the college to account a bit more, doing stories that are just fun stories, um, and doing stories that students care about. I think we covered all three of those bases pretty well. Agreed. Uh, speaking on that front, do you have a favorite? <clears throat> a favorite story? Yes. I don't think I could answer that. Honestly. Well, I'm making you so. Unfortunately, we're not moving on until you give me one. At least one. At one least one. One that you had one. a good time working on. Or that you hmm. were happy to see up on the site even. I mean, this one is top of mind because I just published it. Um, Autumn just did a big piece on all the student association election candidates. That was something uh, that was just fun to do because it's something that's really important for students. We did like an, a little profile on... Uh, each of the candidates like campaign platform so yeah that one comes comes to mind um, a few others where like I said I think we tried holding the college accountable a bit like we did a story about um, disappointment in the college's lack of sports teams um, we did one about lack of accessible parking on campus and about uh, the college not having the greatest bike locker facilities or maybe just not enough yeah um, those stories were fun uh, because I think that's why student publications exist. That's why newsrooms exist, is to hold, I guess, higher powers to account. That's the point of journalism. And so to do stories that 
actually did that. Those were fun for me. Agreed. I noticed you left one off there, <laughs> but I'm going to bring it up. Why do we only have a Tim Hortons in this <laughs> building? It drives me nuts. I know. You know how many donuts I had like in this year alone like it's ridiculous and did you do that on purpose or was it because there were no other options i mean like okay well there's the culinary exchange which admittedly i haven't even been there once which is absolutely like disgraceful of me i need to go like next week um, i haven't been either so but like i hear the food's great it yeah. always looks great it always smells great every time i see someone like with that for lunch i'm like man i need to go there but i just like can't be brought to spend any money, even though like I'm spending all this money on Tim's, that is just adding up. It's the comfort of convenience, absolutely. Like I don't want to yeah. have to leave campus for well, that's quality thing. food. And you have a 10 minute break. I'm not going to the culinary exchange. Yeah. You're not making right. it back there and back in 10 minutes. No. No way. So we talked about some favorite stories. How about, ooh, you know, because I like to throw you under the bus a little bit. So for people oh, who no. don't know, I am a bit of a ball buster. Uh, it's just, it's the truth. Very I, true. I ruffle feathers. I get under people's skin. It is my job as a human being on this earth to do so. And I have busted more balls <laughs> for Rachel than anybody else. But it, I have such a high respect for Rachel. It's kind of ridiculous. Thank you, Jason. Year one, we get to name a nemesis. And I have held on to this since year <laughs> one in Kenton's lovely class. You have were my nemesis, number one. Because I... Let's fight. Let's not. <laughs> let's not do that. But the reason I say that is because I don't know if I hold anyone to a higher respect or standard than Rachel because her work ethic, I can comfortably say, is unmatched. Thank out you, of everybody Jason. That means a lot, honestly. Well, it's the last day. You got to make it sappy a little bit. Right? Go with, if, you, mm, if you're going to start with little. the cliches, I got to kind of finish True, very cliche, true. Right? So, um, in terms of things to talk about, you're an editor-in-chief and that holds a lot of power, but also it comes with a lot of responsibility and stress. How does that affect your mental health as a person who is quite high functioning and seems to be capable? <laughs> yes, I'm very high functioning. Um, honestly, my team this year, you guys didn't make my job very hard. Um, there were some times where some stories just had some issues with it that did cause more stress. But for the most part, I think we got into the workflow. Um, I think I... I always would like to get things done sooner rather than later so for me like stories could be done it would be great if stories could be done quicker than they have been in the past but like for the most part i think we were pretty on it i i can't say that the projector has caused me much stress like it's Creecom that's caused me the stress for sure yep yep yeah yeah i relate to that the projector yeah i don't know um i mean i am just a humble multimedia editor of course so i don't have as much pressure but still well see i would argue that the editors have more work to do than i do like you guys are sitting with um <laughs> like i don't know you guys are sitting with contributors work who like at least in the first semester for a lot of them it's the first time that they are kind of doing a journalism story so they're very new to it and you guys have spent so much time with our contributors um, trying to improve their writing, um, not just for the story, but just for them. And that's like, it's a great mentoring process for first year writers in Crecom. So yeah, I think that's the brunt of the work that the editors have to do. For me, like I do some copy edits, I hit publish. I think the biggest thing is just having it all in my head, but I'm, I'm good with handling that type of thing. That's why I wanted to be editor in chief. So I, I have to commend my team for 
making my job easier. I'm going to make it even easier right now. <laughs> so remember how I have to write that memo for you at <laughs> the end of the year? Steve, if you're listening, <clears throat> Rachel was the editor-in-chief that we needed her to be. Absolutely. That's not, I don't think that's a stretch saying that at all. Um, when I imagine anybody who would be editor-in-chief, because I originally, I'm going to call myself out here, I did not want this position at first. I was but I made him do harassed yeah. and hounded. No, I'm kidding. I was, I'd say coerced. I had used the word coerced by... Mm, agree to disagree, but <laughs> I encouraged you. I, I pushed Through you in the right direction. Through coercion. Okay. Um, with our former <laughs> multimedia editor, Sam. Lovely Sam. She's great. Um, both of them encouraged me to sign up. Encouraged. See, I used it, I guess. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad I did. This was an experience that I think is so innately unique to Red River and the projector as a whole. And you made that experience very seamless. And not to make this too sappy and choppy, but thank you. From the bottom of my heart, and I think I can speak for everybody else, and whether they want me to or not, I will. Thank you very much for making this as smooth and as easy as possible. Like, I think every newsroom needs a leader like you. So I'm very glad that you chose journalism and you're going out into the field to do exactly what you've done here, but on a larger scale with bigger and more powerful stories. Congratulations, number one. That's huge. And two, is that what the future looks like for you? Um, first, I will say that listeners can't see that I'm blushing right now, but I, in fact, am blushing. That was very nice of you to say, Jason. <laughs> Don't thank me. The last question is the worst. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I I chose Jay for a reason. Uh, right now, I'm at CBC Manitoba part-time. Um, I do want to continue working in newsrooms um, for like that's my plan for the foreseeable future but um, like I obviously don't have my whole life plan so we'll see where I go down the road love it so I, I posed this question to Emma and it, it got me a great response and this is okay. a tough one if you could go back to bef just before Cree come you're like I'm thinking about it because you were at U of W correct yeah I was at U of W for three years in the joint communications program getting... what, what was that experience like oh it was the opposite of of college in that it's just I feel like I've said this a million times because this is the way I explain college versus university to people but university is talking about doing things and college is actually doing the things that you talk about it's very hands-on it's very industry specific you we have work placement here a lot of programs have work placement at Red River College um it's just designed to get you a job right away. We're university, I'm not sure if it's designed to do that. That being said, I don't regret going to uni. Um, I'm happy that I'll have a Bachelor of Arts under my belt. Um, and it's it was a good stepping stone from high school to college for sure. I have to commend Emma for being someone who did come right out of high school oh and is goodness. doing phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's tough if you don't have uni to be that stepping stone so because you did have uni do you think that that really eased the transition like ultimately do you think that was you mentioned a stepping stone but did it kind of set you up for the success you see today um i i don't think i can attribute it my success is just to that like i did well in high school too i think i could have done uni or pardon me i could have done red river right out of high school just the way it happened that i was um, doing some prerequisites for a journalism program in Saskatchewan. And then I stumbled upon this joint communications program with Red River. And I was like, I don't want to go to Saskatchewan. Like, 
I want to stay here and live with my parents so they can feed me. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, this this Krikon thing that I saw online kind of seemed like the the happy medium of like still getting to do journalism and not moving to Saskatchewan. <laughs> so then I think you, I think I know the answer, but I'll ask anybody, would you go back and tell Rachel what Krikom is like, or would you want her to experience it again for herself without the spoiler? No, without the spoiler. Yeah. Why is that? Well, like that's just what life is, man. <laughs> like, you, you don't get spoilers. But if you could, would you? No, I think that's, yeah. Like, um, I think the the journey of discovering what Recom is like is what makes it a fun journey. Every day is like completely different, um, and that's how you learn, and that's how you become more confident in your skills. And I was looking like I've been looking back a lot recently because we're graduating soon. And hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been looking back a lot, and I've realized how much more confident this program has made me as a person and in my skills because every day it's just like you don't know what's going to happen um yeah and especially in journalism that's something you really need to be used to and yeah it's it's made me more confident to go into new things and think you know what i've done something like this before i can do it again um it it's made me feel like i'm capable like the job i'm at right now i feel competent and I'm, I'm not sure if taking a Bachelor of Arts in uni would have made me feel competent for a job like the job I'm in right now. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that That's great. I'm very glad to hear that. And for those who aren't maybe aware, CBC is obviously not a small newsroom. It is, <laughs> you know, kind of nationally renowned, I think. So that's a big deal. Absolutely a big deal. And I think we as people, as citizens, and as you know, fellow communication professional, I think we're very lucky to have you in that newsroom. And I hope you do continue on this journey of discovering your true passions and whatnot, because I think we'll all be better for it. On top of that, though, mm -hmm. the actual final question is here. Any words of advice for someone either looking to enter post-secondary, Krikom specifically, or just maybe somebody who's a little stuck along the way? Any uh, words of advice you could give them? Hmm. Stepping into post-secondary... Um... I think, I mean, I'll go back to what I just said is be prepared for the unexpected and be prepared to just um, to grow as a person and to be doing different things every day, even though that's stressful. Remember that it's just making you a better learner and a better student. Um, for people going into CRECOM, work hard in your projector assignment <laughs> and sign up for the projector when it comes to hiring each year's new team. I know. I've done um, job interviews or internship interviews, and they've asked about the projector. So in my mind, that means it means something um, to have on your resume. Absolutely. I was asked on my work placement because I included it on my resume. There you go. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, that's huge. Like, we want to get into podcasting and you do the podcast. That's great. Um, could we reference you in the future? I'm like, of course. Yeah. I'd be offended if you didn't. Yeah. So thank you. All right, boss. Well, that, uh... oh, my God, I can't call you that anymore. Well, that's stupid. Hey, you can still call me boss. No, I'm not... no. That's oh, fine. I refuse. It's been <laughs> it's been a year of that. I'm over it. I'm kidding. No. I'll be calling you boss till the day I, you know, forget your name yeah. for whatever reason. I expect a yearly text for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> if I need, like, audio work, you're the person I'm going to for sure. Thank you. 
Yeah. I appreciate that. That's a compliment. Is it? I think Is it so. just audio work, eh? No talents anywhere else. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. No, well, thank you very much for joining me, Rachel, for this very last episode of Jason's Red River Report, yeah. as we'll be having uh, Tandy Vera take over next. Yes. So you'll be uh, lucky to have her as well. She's a fantastic person. She did the, she did the internship. Mm -hmm. Words are hard. Um, and she was phenomenal. So I'm very excited for you to experience a new host. Yeah, with she's going to be great. opinions and ideas and a new way to structure this. So for now, that's it for me, and I'll uh, talk to y'all in the future. See you next time.